boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to here at Pure Finesse Sports with yourselves here. Malcolm Gobius, who's looking like he's growing a bit of the Floskies. Yeah, sir. And the babyface assassin now, clean shaven and all, <laughs> Mr. Jacob Murgis. And Malcolm, we're finally out of lockdown now, so I guess we can go get haircuts. Yeah, I'm preparing. I'm preparing to go get a haircut. My girlfriend's kind of pushing me to go get one. She's like, oh, you look so much better with your shorter hair. I'm like, oh, Have you been following what's happening in Niagara, though? No, not really, but like I know Mr. I think Mustafa? Pardon? Mr. Mustafa? What's that? He's the Niagara Health uh, health Minister. Or oh, I'm not. Minister. What did he say? What well, did he say? He's, he's keeping us in gray. Yeah, I know. I, I, I thought we were going to be in gray, honestly. I, I think... Are you kidding? We're the only region, except for like the GTA and New York, yeah, who yeah. are in gray. I know. Uh, I know that shocks me, but it doesn't really shock me that much. We're so I close was, to the U.S. I, I border. Dude, doesn't really look at this. Hey, look at that. Jacob needs a haircut. I'm saying, I don't even want to take my hat off. I don't even want to take my hat off. I'm not going to show anyone. Jacob needs a haircut. It's ridiculous. But speaking yeah. of ridiculous, we're going to be, this is going to definitely look from the sounds of things. This is going to be one of the biggest NFL off seasons in recent memory. So Pierre Finesse here has made our yeah. top 100 free agents list here to go in the no fun. I mean, National Football League. And welcome. And I think before we to start, I know. Yeah, I just want to say before I start, I know we have a lot of NFL uh, videos going out right now, but we are preparing more videos as the seasons go along in the other uh, sports to get those videos out too, because I know we've been doing a lot of NFL and people have been telling me, oh, why are you just doing NFL? We're going to get other sports out there, but this is what's big right now, so we're going with the free agency. I was going to say, until I would say late April, it's going to be a heavy dose of the NFL. Yeah. I hate to burst your bubbles, yeah. but this is going to be one of the biggest off-seasons of all time, the National Football League. So we here have compiled our top 100 NFL free agents, and today we'll be going through 100 to 80 on that list, and to see where we think it's going to be, wherever these players might end up, and to see if we're right, because you know, we always Hopefully. like being right here on Pure Finesse. So number 100 on the Pure Finesse list is the defensive end, formerly from the Cleveland Browns, Mister. Olivier Vernon, you know, he's kind of known to be on the New York Giants rather than the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And he did tear his Achilles, I guess, rupture, if you want to be a kinesiology major, a ruptured Achilles in, I want to say, the playoffs. But don't quote I think me on it. So, yeah, he's going to be missing about seven to eight months, January. So you're looking at a October, October, September start. He'll be ready. Yeah, I will be ready for training camp. Yeah. I don't like, think he's going to be for training camp. Season. I and it's not like he's getting any younger, right? He's getting into his 30s. Mm-hmm. So he's not, you know, he's not the biggest spring chicken like man and yourselves. It's just, first of all, before we get to spring, just talk about spring chickens here. Played three hours of pond hockey today. We have two tensors on both knees. That's how we're feeling after pond hockey for three hours. We're stiff. Very, very, Yikes. very stiff. Yikes. So I feel Olivier <laughs> Verdon's pain. Three hours is a long time. I feel Olivier Vernon's pain. You know, you're getting older and, you know, the limbs start feeling, don't feel as nice as they used to. So with that being said, are you looking to see a long-term deal for Mr. Vernon? No, I'm not. I don't think any team is going to be willing to sign him long-term. Um, he is a good defensive player, though. Like, he did play, obviously, you know, he played great for the Browns this season, helping them get that defense, push them into the playoffs. 
um, beating the Steelers, of course, in the playoffs too. You can but I don't think a lot want. of teams are sold on. It's fine. Um, I think he's going to sign somewhere. Well, my prediction is I think he's going to sign a one-year deal, and I think he's going to sign with the Patriots. I was thinking maybe he was going to go back to the Giants and have a little re- reunion with them, but I really see him going to the Patriots. Patriots need some more spark in that uh, locker room after last season wasn't that great, obviously. Not think Tom Brady's a big factor, but getting building their defense. Uh, I know their their defense isn't getting much younger either, but adding Olivier Vernon, he's a good defensive player. I think sign him to one year, see how he go, see how he does, and maybe sign long term somewhere else or with the Patriots again. I agree with the one year deal, but I not think in New England, you know, I needed a uh, a team that needs a veteran presence because it's a very young team. That's the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Chandler Jones, I know you know that name, has been one of the best, I would say, more underrated pass rushers in the game. And if you have Olivia Vernon on the other side of the ball, seems like it's going to be a pretty good combination for Chandler Jones to have another all-pro season. So if he leaves Cleveland, does that mean uh, this guy, I'm sure we'll be talking about later on in a couple of weeks, J.J. Watt going to Cleveland? Uh, we'll, we'll get into that because I know, I know that's later on. We'll, we'll, you'll get my full opinion when time comes. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, we will have the uh, we will have the answer by the time that happens. So, number ninety nine, yeah. a surefire Hall of Famer. I think he's going to go into his eighteenth NFL season coming up because we don't know he's going to be. He's, we haven't said it. We haven't heard any retirement dates. That's Mr. Larry Fitzgerald. He spent his whole career with the Arizona Cardinals. Is there any way that this guy plays on a different team, maybe chasing that I, ring? Come on, 18 years. I know he wants that ring. And maybe, who knows, maybe he goes to Tampa Bay with Tom Brady and they go they go get another ring with Larry Fitzgerald if he wants it that badly. And I think he deserves it that much because he's, like you said, a Hall of Famer for sure. But it's either I think he retires or he sticks it out one more year with the Cardinals again. So I think he's going to sign with the Cardinals again. I don't see – it'd just be weird seeing Larry Fitzgerald in anything but a Cardinals jersey. But, you know, you've seen it in other sports. You've seen Danny Alfredson. He tried to go get that ring with the Red Wings. Remember, after being with that, the, the Senators his whole career, I don't really see Larry pulling a move like that. So I think he'll stick it out one more year with Arizona. Yeah, Larry Fitz is all class whenever, everywhere you look at it. Uh, he did have a shot back in 09 against your Pittsburgh Steelers and lost. Yeah. So He's had a shot. I mean, Alfredson had the same kind of, like you said, Daniel Alfredson had the same kind of shot back in 07 against the Ducks. So mm-hmm. I don't think Larry Fitz shows to pull that card. I think he is going to be going back to Arizona, like you said. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I think if he doesn't retire, yeah, I think it's kind of his ship has sailed, rain chasing, <laughs> if you want to quote it. Yeah. So I think, and you know what, Arizona is a pretty good destination to be in right now. You know, you have DeAndre Hopkins, you have Kyler Murray. So, I mean, it's, it's not like he has to leave to go chase a ring. Like it's a very, very viable exactly. opportunity in Arizona to go get that one. Uh, number 98, we have from the Indianapolis Colts linebacker, Justin Houston, you know, more known again in Kansas City days, it kind of along the lines with Olivier Vernon. You know, his he's kind of past the prime of his career, but Malcolm, this Indianapolis defense last year, Oh, insane. Insane, bro. And I think we both knew because we both have them in fantasy that we're paying close attention to them as well. Um, they played lights out. I think they was it Kenny Moore um, who was just picking people off like nothing. Um, so, yeah, their defense is great. I don't think you I don't think Justin Houston's going to stay with them, though. Um, I think he's going to go somewhere else in a team that needs him. The Seattle Seahawks, and I think the Seattle, like their defense is good. You can't get me wrong there, but it did not live up to the expectations at all. 
And I think if they get a good um, rural linebacker like Justin Houston, then they can maybe spark that defense a little bit more and contend and maybe keep that streak going where they had at the beginning of the season, keep that streak going even longer and hopefully win a few more games. So I think he'll sign two years in Seattle. Yeah, I think that the glaring, glaring hole of Seattle last year was that defense. It was just absolutely – could not stop the yeah. nosebleed. So, yeah. I mean, it's a good viable option. But I think Justin Houston wants to run it back with the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, if you saw – if you missed – I don't know how if you didn't miss it, but the Indianapolis defense was the top defense in the league last year. Everywhere you look at it, I mean, if you were to sign me up and play with Darius Leonard beside myself, I would be signing on that dial line 10 days out of 11. So I think he'll sign a, a one-year deal with Indianapolis, you know, close to that's minimum. Do I get real precise? So, I mean, they need a quarterback because Phillip Rivers isn't going to be there next last next year. He's retiring and guy that's going to be down the list too is Jacoby Brissett. So they have no, I don't think they have any quarterbacks signed for the roster this year. So, I mean, this is going to be hot take maybe for April. Uh, that BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson. Ooh, he's a good, could be a possible be a option. Great pickup if they got him, honestly. That, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Number 97 on the list is a linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, Mr. Tyus. Coolest name, coolest last name in football, Bowser, Tyus Bowser. Um, you know, he's not the uh, the biggest name that jumps out at you on the Baltimore side uh, of the yeah. defensive ball, but he's no slouch. You know, he, he can play. So it's not like this is going to be a bottom feeder pickup if anybody wants him. So, Malcolm, where do you think he's going? And I know this is well, kind of a questionable pick because it's in division. It's within the division. First of all, I love his name because it always reminds me of Mario Kart because Bowser, just whatever. Um, but I think he's going to stay within the division. Like you said, he's not some big household name, but he's a good player still. And I think a lot of people, when I, I know when, um, when Pittsburgh would play Baltimore, I hear Bowser's name quite a bit, honestly, and making a good amount of plays. So I think any team that gets him, it would be a great pickup. I think he does stay within the division. You go to Cincinnati. Um, you, can you name me a great defensive player on the Cincinnati D, uh, Bengals? I Carl off Lawson. the top of my head, maybe I'm missing William Jackson the third, Carl, John G, Bell, Gino Atkins. But when he, yeah, but like they're all getting older, right? Ty's Bowser, he's kind of still there, he's still developing. I think he signs three years with the Bengals and he proves himself there and has himself a breakout season within the next two seasons. I'll take and a half. That's uh, the team I think he's going to go half. with, uh, <laughs> I think, is very weak at the linebacker position to start off this next season because I think Den one of them, Denzel Perryman, is a free agent, and the other one is Thomas Davis. So you don't know if he's going to be retiring. So I think that Tyus Bowser is going to end up with the Chargers. I think uh, it's on a two-year deal. So I think uh, it's a glaring need right now in L.A. is a linebacker, and a, I would say a good one in Tyus Bowser. So if you lock him up for a couple of years yeah. and you build around him, given the playing time that he desperately needs, because I don't think he was getting much of it in Baltimore, and see what he can do. Let him run with it. Number 96, a very prominent player in the AFC North division for a long number of years, but coming off a very subpar season after tumultuous injuries is A.J. Green, formerly the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you think he's outland? you think he's finished with his time in Cincinnati? I think he's done there. Um I you have the receivers that have come in and proven their spots. You have T Higgins who came in. He played fantastic last year. A lot of um, balls were in 95 in Cincinnati. 
Yeah, and Tyler Boyd even too. So you have two good receivers in Cincinnati. AJ Green, I know he's come off injury. I, I he's been one of those stories like, hey, this guy is insane. Even with he's in with within my division, and I still love watching him play. But I think he'll go somewhere else. And a place that really, really needs a receiver, and the, everyone's surprised they didn't draft one last year, was the Green Bay Packers. And I think Aaron Rodgers, if he can get Devontae Adams, Valdez Scantling, and AJ Green as his uh, receiver core, I think that's just something else. They can make maybe a better push to get the Super Bowl. I know they got um, handled by Tom Brady and just Tom Brady, Tom Brady things. But if you add AJ Green to that offense, I think that's a match in heaven for Aaron Rodgers because that's another guy he can throw the ball to, a big guy too. So I think he'll sign two years with the Packers. I'm thinking more along the lines of a team that needs a veteran receiver. And the team that strikes out of me that has a very good young talent at receivers, the Carolina Panthers. Um, you have DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is a free agent. We'll get to soon in the episodes. But yeah. both those two are under the age of 27. And they're very young and raw. And they haven't been, they haven't really seen much success in the NFL with the teams. I think AJ Green, you know, can you know, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? You know, and urge them under their wing. And I think that'd be a really great fit in Carolina. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's going to get much touches, but I think it'd be a really, really nice fit for A.J. Green to be more of a mentoring role with the Panthers. Number 95, a former Pro Bowl cornerback, A.J. Yeah. Boye, who seems to be bouncing around the league the last couple of seasons. I remember seeing him in Jacksonville Excellent. in the AFC Championship game not too long ago. I think he had a stint in Houston, had a stint in Jacksonville, and now he ended up in Denver. So yeah. that's where he finished off last season with, and he is a free agent so where does a glaring need at cornerback land Mr. Boyd well I think the Falcons just need to shake things up with uh, their team um I think Boye maybe he can prove himself that hey maybe I'll I know you said earlier he's washed right but I don't maybe he can prove that he's not washed and he's still a reliable corner and the Falcons also another team that was just disappointing to watch this year didn't live up to anyone's expectations so I think uh, he'll sign one year with the Falcons to kind of prove himself that he still belongs in the league. No, I think it's going to be very often that we're going to agree on picks for free agency, but I think it's a really good fit in Atlanta. I don't think it's going to be one thing. It's going to be two years, but they have a really good young raw cornerback who's going into a sophomore season. And I think an underwhelming rookie year, AJ Terrell, the yeah. first round pick last year. Um, if they can get another veteran corner like AJ Boyd, who knows how to do it in the league and kind of help him guide, AJ Terrell to see what he can do right and, you know, help him learn. I think it'll be a really good fit in Atlanta. And, you know, the secondary there really, really suffered last year. And, you know, they had a pretty good offense. I mean, like Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, Owen Ridley, and Julio Jones, right? So they can score points. They just got to stop the ball going into their own end zone. Number 94 is from my Cleveland Browns, who was not supposed to be a starting cornerback this season. But to a season-ending injury for Greg Williams, who seemed just to be dragging on and on and on and on, and we had no idea what he was injured with, except it was a back injury, quote-unquote, is Terrence Mitchell. You know, he's played, I think he's one of the best unsung names in the NFL, and that might just be because I'm a Browns fan. But he's a pretty good, reliable quarterback. He's not, you know, he's not you know, Darrell Revis, obviously, but... He can get the job done. He doesn't get star-studded numbers. He doesn't have the picks, doesn't have the knock-lock passes, but he gets the job done. So he did spend last year, the last couple of seasons with the Cleveland Browns, Malcolm. Where does Mr. Mitchell end up for 2021? I 
like you said, with the injuries and everything, they kind of need some assurance and just in case some injuries happen again in the quarterback position. I think Cleveland will stick with them for another two more years. Um, I think it'd be just a great signing. I don't think they need to really change much up uh, in the secondary because they got a pretty decent secondary, as everyone saw last year. Oh, isn't that nice to hear from a Steelers fan? Yeah, well, you can't lie after you beat us in the playoffs. So um, I think he'll stay two more years with the Browns. I think it's just on a one-year deal. I think it's just because, with Cleveland, excuse me. Yeah, with Cleveland. Because I think we don't know what Greed Williams is going to be bringing for us next year because this was supposed mm-hmm. to be a sophomore season. didn't play a single snap. And you have a rookie safety, if you want to call him rookie, because he didn't play again. He tore his Achilles in preseason. That, that name is Grant Delpit from Louisiana yeah. State. Go Tigers. So I think it's a lot of young rookie, or young players. And I think a nice veteran presence like Terrence Mitchell could just, you know, be a nice little calming effect. But we stick with the Cleveland Browns and the next pick at number 93 is Hollywood Richard Higgins. Um, he signed, re-signed the Cleveland last year for a one-year deal of just over $900,000. And I think uh, I think he's due for a pretty substantial raise after last season, you know, with OBJ going down with a torn ACL. Yeah, and he nice. kind of filled the role as wide receiver number two. Yeah. And, you know, he's went back. Argu- arguably – Baker Mayfield's favorite target since Baker and him have been in the league. So does you see, does you see him re-signing with Cleveland at all? No, I, I okay, all yes, I do see him re-signing, but I don't know. I'm not 100 percent convinced that he will re-sign. You know, OBJ is going to come back, and he still have Jarvis Landry, but who knows? Maybe OBJ might get traded. Um, if he doesn't get traded, I think he'll sign elsewhere. And another within the division signing, I think he'll sign with the Baltimore Ravens. That's what the indivis- uh, division signings years. here, right? Eh? Like there's no, there's no division rivalry anymore. There's division rivalry, but players nowadays just want to play where they think they, they fit best. It's not that era where it's shut up and play like with this whole Deshaun Watson situation. So I think he'll sign with the Ravens. The Ravens, I know they're a run. Obviously everyone knows they're a run heavy team. But if they get some good offensive weapons at the receiver at the receiver position, I think they'll be a more deadly offense, and Lamar will have more uh, targets to throw to. So I think he'll go to the Ravens. So the glare, the uh, the rumor has it, and I'm that this is going to be my pick is that Richard Higgins is going to be on his way to the Tennessee Titans. And I see it as a three-year really? deal, and I think it's going to be a bargain because Richard Higgins just got paid, like I said, nine hundred thousand dollars last year. And they have a couple, they have a big contract to sign or make decisions on in the offensive side of the ball with John U. Smith and Corey Davis all up with contracts. So I think a nice cheap alternative of Corey Davis would be Rashard Higgins. And, you know, I think he's going to get the playing time he deserves. And, you know, it's kind of, kind of fits the same mold. Like Tennessee is a run heavy offense, same with Cleveland. So he kind of has that familiarity with it. So I think he's going to find a nice fit there in Tennessee. And I think he's going to find a spot in the roster because before the season started, I think. You know, Richard Higgins didn't have, you know, a role per se because, you know, he was in now the lineup to start off the season. And you had, you drafted a rookie, rookie receiver from Michigan, Donovan Peoples Jones, who played very well for Cleveland once OBJ got hurt. So I think that makes Richard Higgins more expendable. So I don't think you're going to be seeing, as much as I don't want to see it, Richard yeah. Higgins back in Cleveland for September of 2021. Yeah. Number 92, a Super Bowl champion. First one on the list, defensive tackle from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Indomitian Sue. You know, he's been there in Tampa Bay for the last couple of seasons, enjoying the nice sunshine. Uh, is it hard to rule, rule somebody away from that glorious Tampa Bay sunshine and the winning ways? 
people, I think it's hard to lure anyone away from Tom Brady because, you know, the whole league wants to play with Tom Brady. Um, I'd want to play with Tom Brady if I was in the NFL. You're almost guaranteed a trip to the Super Bowl, win or lose. So I don't see him going anywhere else, really. I think he'll stick with the Bucs for one more year. I, again, like, I'm getting agreeing on much, but I agree with you on this one, too. If yeah. Ndamukong Sue was just a bit younger, I think he'd be trying to chase another ring with somebody else. Yeah. But since since Tom Brady and since they won last year, I think it's just very, very hard to lure him away. You know, maybe if it was in the frozen tundra of Pittsburgh or Green Bay, uh, maybe he'd want to leave. But, you know, Tampa Bay is a pretty nice destination for any free agency. And no yeah. income tax. So, I mean, you're getting yeah, very, very Number 91, the receiver from the New York Jets. He's played in a couple of teams before that, Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Rashad Perryman, you know, he was kind of supposed to be the breakout. He kind of had a breakout season this year, but playing behind Jamison Crowder in a terrible, terrible New York Jets team. I think it's pretty hard to stay away from the stand away from the crowd. So, Malcolm, does he try to run it back? with the Jets next year? Or... I don't think so. I don't think so. And the team that I think that he'll go to is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's why and why I think that is because they need another great wide receiver. They have some a few young guns on that team. Uh, Perryman, just another guy to add into that mix and kind of prove himself. And the Jaguars, I know, like they weren't great last year, but no one expected them to be any good. Um, but maybe with some more offensive talent, uh, what's that guy's name? Who, what was the running back's name again? I'm blanking, bro. Well, Jones. No, on uh, the Jaguars. Oh, James Robinson. Robinson. James Robinson. Robinson. That's who I'm thinking of. Um, and they had another guy on the receiving end, and they have James Robinson there. I think their offense could be a lot better, and he, you know they're probably going to get Trevor Lawrence too. So just getting another receiver that Trevor Lawrence can throw uh, throw to will be good for the Jaguars. So I think uh, three years uh, in Jacksonville for Perryman. So I'm going to stick in New York, but it's going to be the other team in the New York football giants on a three-year deal. Uh, I think he's a poor man's Golden Tate, and Golden Tate has been a very, very bad pickup for the New York Giants. I wouldn't be surprised if they buy him out. And if they give Bershard Berryman a shot, you know, I think he's got the wrong end of the stick in the last couple of seasons. And I think a good reliable, if I can say it's in the same sentence, reliable quarterback in Daniel Jones, I think I want to think I'm saying that correctly. What? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna take a rain check on that one. But I think New York's gonna surprise some teams next year, whether it be through the draft or whether that be through free agency. But I'm telling you right now, 2021, New York Giants will win the NFC East. That's, that's a hot take. Mark the date today, February 17th, 2021, please, that Jay just predicted that the Giants will win NFC East. I don't see that happening. Uh, I'd, I'd pay you money. They were a couple money. games away this year. They should have won it. Yeah, but that's just an atrocious division. I think it'll be better next year. Yeah, uh, that's all. <laughs> Number 90 from the Detroit Lions, the edge rusher Romeo Aquera. Uh, Detroit's defense last year, if we could sum it up in two words, I think it, I think it rhymes with horse manure. I know that's what it, that's what it was, horse manure. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. So, I mean, do you, do we try to run it back there in Detroit, or you know, does you want to get a fresh start because you know, new coach? I think I think it's pretty hard to mess the uh, Dan Campbell. I think is his name is the head coach of the Detroit Lions. It's pretty hard to mess that press conference to enter to introduce him so i mean do you want to play under new coach dan campbell who really wants to 
you know, might resort to cannibalism instead of uh, playing football? I think he'll run it back with Detroit. Um, I, I think, like, we know the Detroit Lions. They haven't been a successful franchise at all since they've come into the league at all. Sorry, Jake Eagles, but they're just god-awful. Um, but I think he'll run it back Forever. three more years. Or that's what I'm saying, ever. And they've had some really good names. Um, but I think he'll run it back three more years with Detroit. Like you said, I think playing under a new coach may spark a fire under him. Um, and a bunch of these players in Detroit too, and they just got Jared Goff. So hopefully a lot of these players can revamp and make a new like identity for themselves under this new coach. So I think he'll stick three more years in Detroit. I'm going to go off to the foot and, you know, might go down south a bit more on a two-year deal. Stick in the Patriots style of coaching, but that Patriots guy is going to be Brian Flores with the Miami Dolphins. Um, I think we know, we both know that the Miami defense shook some heads last year and how good they could be. And they really haven't had it. They don't really have an edge rusher, right? Like we really haven't heard much on that side of the ball. You know, it's more linebackers and safeties and cornerbacks getting a done for Miami. So be a nice veteran guy like Romeo Arquara, who knows how to play the Patriot way like Brian Flores likes to play. I think it'd be a very good fit in Miami. Uh, number 89, we've already mentioned his name today, is the linebacker of the Los Angeles Chargers, Denzel Perryman. Uh, he's kind of been left on his own last year, defend for himself, because, you know, that team was pretty ravaged by injuries all everywhere you looked at it. Well, the defense had the ball. Melvin Ingram missed time. Derwin James, no surprise, missed the full season because, you know, he can't, he can't stay healthy for two hours. And so do you think he tries to run it back in there in L.A. or is it time to sit? Time to no, no. I think he goes to a nice little contender team, and that team being the Buffalo Bills, who are also in need of a linebacker too. Um, I think he'll fit nice in Buffalo, and Buffalo – just one of those teams, like the, their offense great and they need a little bit of work on their defense. And I think Perriman can come in, come in there and fix that up in the linebacker position. Um, so I think he'll sign three years with the Bills and hopefully try to get a, get a trip to the Super Bowl. I see the Bills making a trip to the Super Bowl within the next four or five years. So that's hoping. Uh, I yeah. think he goes to a contender. And I think that's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Denzel Berryman's going to be going to on a two year deal. Okay. Um, you know, I really can't name you a Kansas City Chiefs linebacker. So, I mean, <laughs> I can't. So, I think that's one of the needs for the Kansas City this offseason is to get at the linebacker position. Because if you didn't see it last night, uh, the Super Bowl, Leonard Fournette kind of had his way. The Kansas City Chiefs pretty well. And Rob Donkowski had two touchdowns. Yeah. So, I mean, they really going to be an athletic linebacker to hold his fourth down, you know, hold his own. And if they can get him on a one-year deal, which would be probably ideal because Mr. Mahomes' big money, half a billion dollar contract kicks in in 2022. Number 88 is arguably one of the best fantasy pickups anybody could have last year. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers running back, Mike Davis, who had an unbelievable season coming in for the injured Christian McCaffrey. I believe he had over 1,000 yards, and we're not surprised if he did. Yeah. Um, and he was probably fantasy's most underrated player this season, bar none. So does he get paid this offseason? I think he gets paid in a team that needs a running back. I think it's the Miami Dolphins. And I think the Miami Dolphins are just able to do that. Mike Davis. Will he I start? Think, I think he deserves a starting position. Honestly, I think he, after what he did last season, I know he's just filling in for Christian McCaffrey. And you see that. And you see the next season, like some uh, running backs or whatever position come the next season, have a starting position. And they don't do as well. And they're a bust. I don't think Mike Davis is going to be that case. I think he's going to prove that, that theory wrong. 
Um, I think he's going to come into Miami. He's going to sign a two-year deal. And I think he's going to get that starting position there. I will be going to the NFC North with the Mike Davis. And it's going to be a team that's probably going to be in the need for a running back. And that's the Green Bay Packers on a one-year wow. deal. I don't see any scenario whatsoever that they re-sign Aaron Jones because he is yeah. going to be looking for a lot of cash yes, this offseason. And from looking through the free agency list on a website, CBS, ESPN, they have my uh, Aaron Jones ranked outside in the top 40, which I think is shocking. Uh, I think I saw 45th on CBS. It's very disrespectful. Yes, he's had two me? unbelievable seasons. Oh. You know, inconsistency, inconsistency has been a very, you know, been a knock on Aaron Jones, but he was a pro bowler last year and a very, very big focal point in the Green Bay offense. And I think Mike Davis, you know, can be a nice cheap replacement for Aaron Jones. You know, if he can't do it, then, you know, you let him go. You have a nice uh, sophomore running back in A.J. Dillon, who could be a very nice one-two combination with Mike Davis. You know, you get A.J. Dillon accustomed to the NFL game. So I think that's going to be a really, really good pickup for Green Bay if they can get Mike Davis this offseason. Number 87, a former first-round pick in his own right from the Atlanta Falcons edge rusher, Tack McKinley. Um, he's been very underwhelming, to say the least, for the first four seasons, five seasons of his career. Um, there's a lot being said about Tack McKinley. He should have been a lot more than what he has been the last in his NFL career. So I think, does he not need a fresh start? I think he needs a fresh start, and I don't think Atlanta – will mind moving on i don't think he'll mind moving on from atlanta um my prediction i think he'll go to the raiders um just because the raiders uh, i think they can use any position it's not like they're an awful team but i i the raiders are a team that really stands out to me so they get some good depth at on the in the defensive at the defensive end of the ball Uh, i think any pickup will be good mckinley i think they'll sign him to two years um and he just gets a fresh start, like you said. I think a lot of these players on this list are just looking for a fresh start and change their identity. I will be going with the Chicago Bears for to kick wow. Tack McKinley to sign a three-year deal. Um, I think he's going to have a huge if, – if he does go to Chicago, I think he will have a monster season just because yeah, that guy over there to the other side of the ball on the other side, Khalil Mack, you've heard of his name before. I think a lot of the defense will be pulling his name to that guy. And – I think that McKinley's going to have a nice season. I know if he plays off of Khalil Mack, I think it's going to be a very, very good recipe for a player who, you know, has been very, very underwhelming first in his all in his NFL career, to say the least. Number 86, yeah. your boy from the Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback, Cam Sutton. I'll let you take the, I'll take, I'll let you take the mic on this one, my friend. Yeah, Cam Sutton, he's been a good uh, defensive player, honestly. Um, He's not one of those big names that everyone knows. Obviously, I know about him because he's on the Steelers. And I think there's a lot of – there's a, there's quite a few players on this list um, from the Steelers who are looking for some contracts, and I don't think everyone's going to get signed. But I think Cameron Sutton's one of those guys that will be signed. I think they'll sign him to a one-year kind of like prove-yourself kind of deal, uh, prove that you can stay on this team because they have some guys back there. You have Joe Hayden back there, but he's not getting any younger either. So if you can develop some of these corners, develop some of these uh, young players on this team – I think I'll be good for the Steelers, so I think they'll sign him to a one-year deal. Yeah, they're going to have to make some decisions in that secondary because the other cornerback, Mike Hilton, is also a free agent. So I, I will think I'm going to agree with you on this one too that Cam Sutton's going to resign with Pittsburgh. Um, I think if they're going to pick one or the other, I think you're going to pick Cam Sutton. I think he knows how to play behind Mike Tomlin pretty well and knows the game. 
I bet better than Mike Hilton, and I think it's gonna be a cheaper replacement because I think honestly, not in the first round because you know you know they want to pick in the first round. Mister Najee Harris from Alabama, go roll tide. Uh, it's gonna be round two or round two or round three. I think they'll be looking at secondary for some replacements at cornerback. Number eighty-five. We're yeah. sticking with quarter cornerback and from the Kansas City Chiefs, Bashad Breland. Lot of Him and Legarius Sneed kind of had a monster second half of the NFL season. Um, they've uh, really amped up their game for the last eight games in the playoffs. So it might be playing his way up to a nice little payday. But is it going to be with the Kansas City Chiefs? I think it will be for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I know. I know, you know they have a lot of issues like trying to sign a bunch of players because of all this money they're just tossing around like it's nothing and like they just have all the money in the world. They don't. Um, but I think it'll stick. I don't think he really wants to leave Kansas City. I don't think anyone would want to leave Kansas City right now with the team that they have. So I think maybe Kate takes a little pay cut, but I think he'll sign two more years with the Chiefs at least. Uh, I'll be going with the cool. NFC East team with a two-year deal. That's the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Brashad Breland will play behind Darius Slay. Fuck, <laughs> you're trying to keep his composure there with that pick. But I, the Philadelphia Eagles, I think, will be signing Bashad Breland. I'll get more depth at a cornerback position. And I think it was another, again, glaring need for Philadelphia as the defense side of the ball. Um, because, you know, that offense, I think it would be pretty hard to lean on them to win you some games next year. So I think if you can bolster that D, I think it's going to be go a long way. In Philly, number eighty-four, a former first-round pick from the Ohio State University, Garyon Conley. Um, he was kind of a surprise first-rounder because there were some draft day concerns of his character. But the Oakland Ra- the Oakland Raiders, yes, Oakland Raiders, signed him as a first-round pick, and now was traded to the Houston Texans, which seemed to be now, if I could say this, the biggest smile on that face because Cleveland was it for the longest time. Houston is the laughing stock of the NFL. A hundred percent. Can't even deny that fact. They really are. And that organization just does not know how to run a football team right now. <laughs> no one wants to play there. You just lost, you, you lost your two biggest players in JJ Watt and potentially most likely Deshaun Watson, right? He wants, uh, he wants to be traded so they don't know how to run their shit there. Um, I think Conley, though, I think he's a player that will stay. I think they're going to sign him to one year, and he's going to stick with the Texans. But after that, if they can get their shit together and muster out a few wins at least, then if he'll be lucky. moving on. If they're lucky, he'll be moving on next, next yeah, season. Yeah, I think that's perfect, a one-year deal with Houston, because I think he's going to be able to cash out for a one-year deal. Exactly. Who, who are they paying besides Laramie Tunzel and Deshaun Watson, right? Like, you turfed J.J. Watt. You left DeAndre Hawkins walk. You don't have a first-round yeah. pick this year. You don't have a third-round pick this year. I'll, like, I'll be lucky. Like, it's just an absolute, absolute it's dumpster fire in Houston. Joke. It's a joke. It's a disgrace. It is. Honestly. It's an absolute joke of an organization. The president left. You don't have a GM. Your head coach is a nobody. It's just it's, it's, a, it's a, a fraud organization, and they're going to be terrible until we're, you have right here. Like, it's, they're going to be the Detroit Lions. Torch out. Cleveland passed the torch down to the like, Houston Texans. It's pathetic. Like, Deshaun Watson is pissed. Like, if you could press the panic button as hard as you can, Deshaun Watson is doing it right now. He is. <laughs> He's like, get me out of here. <laughs> we got four more guys left on our list here. Number 83, Kawan Williams, cornerback for the San Francisco 49ers. 
they are going to have to make some very, very tough decisions in San Fran because I don't think they have a single cornerback on the roster to start September of 2021. Really? I did not know that. Free agent. Um, Richard Sherman, free agent. And Kwan Williams, true. free agent. That's crazy. But I think Quan Williams will stay with the 49ers. I think they have to make a decision with a few of these guys. I think they let Richard Sherman walk. Um, I don't think he'll be staying with the 49ers. We'll get into that later on. But I think Quan Williams will sign two more years with the 49ers because that's just I think they just need to stick with the position uh, with that position on their team because it doesn't look like they're too hot right now. No. Yeah, they're struggling to keep guys on their roster right now. Uh, I will be going and flipping switches and going to the Cincinnati Bengals with this pick. Another veteran player, if they can play beside Drake Kirkpatrick and William Jackson. If William Jackson comes back, I don't know. He's he's right up there on the list for free agency. So I think a flaring need would be cornerback. And right then, man, like the NFC North, as it stands, has some unbelievable receivers. If you look at Juju, I mean, you're praying Juju resigns. OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Hollywood Brown, hopefully Des Bryant. And the tight ends. Yeah. If you look at Mark Andrews, if you look at Austin Hooper, it's it's a pretty star-studded team. Sure. It's pretty nice on the offensive side of the ball in the NFC. Yeah. Number 82, who happened to win the Super Bowl for the New England Patriots against the Atlanta Falcons. James White running back for the New England Patriots. Uh, kind of an underwhelming season for his standards. You know, one of the best passing running backs in the NFL. And if you want to chuck it up to Cam Newton, you know, not wanting to pass the ball down and run, rather run five yards and get cackled and, you know, lose the football. Well, sure. Go for it. Sure. So where does James, does James White want to get out of the Belichick realm here? I, I don't think so. I think if they get a new quarterback, which I think they will, I don't think Cam Newton's their quarterback uh, for future seasons. I think they get a new quarterback. James White gets a better fit with a better relationship with their, whoever the new quarterback's going to be. And I think he signs with two more years with the Patriots and sticks it out. Uh, see how that goes. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's going to go with the Patriots, but I think it's going to be for one season. I think he's going to give Belichick a benefit of the doubt and try to groom a quarterback to do what Tom Brady does, you know, nice little check down yeah. here and there and get James White's touches. And I'm sure his agent and him will be very happy in Foxborough. But, you know, I wouldn't mind them missing the playoffs for their season. That's for sure. Wouldn't mind either. <laughs> Number 81, your former Pittsburgh Steeler, all pro running back. Le'Veon Bell, formerly from the Kansas City Chiefs, who made the Super Bowl for the first time in his career last yes. season. Um, where do you see Mr. Bell going? Because he got paid a couple of years ago with the New York Jets and then got signed for sticks and pucks with Kansas City. So where do you see Le'Veon ending up? Congrats, by the way, Le'Veon, for getting that ring. Oh, wait, you didn't. Um, I'm going st- to think he's going to go back to New York, but not the Jets. I think he goes to the New York Giants. And I think he's going to be that backup guy for Saquon Barkley. And you never know with Saquon Barkley when he's going to get injured. And he's so young still. And that guy's a beast, right? You know it, Saquon. Um, He is an animal. And if he just goes down again, even if it's for like a couple games, or even if he doesn't go down, I don't think they're going to want to use him all 16 games because of how injury prone he is right now. Um, so I think if they get a good running back like Le'Veon Bell, he didn't play a huge role with Kansas City, but I'll think he I'll think he will play a bigger role with the Giants. So I think he'll sign two more years, uh, two years with the Giants. Yeah, I think with a name like Le'Veon Bell, you're not going to go to a small market NFL team, and you're going to go to a team that might have a shot at winning. And the, the second part of that, you know, might be switching from the team I think he's going to go to, 
because I think he's going to go to America's team in the Dallas Cowboys. No, 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 two -year no, deal. no. If he plays behind Ezekiel Elliott, I think it's going to be great for Zeke because, you know, I don't think we would expect to see the season he had. What, what? What about Tony Pollard? Ah, shh, Tony Pollard, whatever. I think he had a he's good. What are you talking about? Whatever. He's a good running back. Flash in the he's pan. a good running back. Flash in the pan. Oh, if you have oh, an established running back like Gabe Young Bell, I think it lights a fire under Ezekiel Elliott to have another great season. Like you, you know he can have. And Le'Veon is a great change of pace. You know, Ezekiel Elliott is run down your throat and don't care who's coming at you. And Le'Veon, you know, he's gonna wait at the old line. He's going to wait. He's going to see. He's like, oh, give me five seconds. Give me five seconds. Exactly. And it's, oh, a, pretty good and it's a pretty good offensive line in Dallas. So, yeah, I think it's, 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 a, it's a nice fit, hopefully, with the Cowboys. The last player on our list is a linebacker from the Arizona Cardinals in Hassan Reddick. Mm. Uh, he had a very, very bad couple of seasons in Arizona, but last year, was very nice. You know, he had a five-sack performance one game for the Cardinals, so he's had a couple of nice games this year. He's kind of trying to make some money in his pocket from the performances he's had the last couple of – the last season. So where do you see Mr. Hassan going? I see Mr. Hassan to go to the Carolina Panthers. I think Carolina um, – I've said this with other teams. They have they have good um, good offense with T DJ Moore – uh, Curtis Samuel, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, and then Christian McCaffrey, obviously. But they don't have a bunch of great names on the defense. I know they do have uh, – who is the rookie who was, like, pretty really good this year? Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin. Derek you, Brown. Yeah, Derek Brown and Jeremy Chin. I was thinking Jeremy Chin, but both of those players have been good. But I think if they get a good linebacker, Hassan Reddick comes in, signs one year with the Panthers, says, hey, I still got it, you know. Maybe I can do something with this team. That team, I think they kind of surprised uh, a lot of fans last year of how well they could play. They didn't play extremely well, but they played better than I think a lot of people expected. So I think if they get some good defensive uh, weapons on their team, then they could be a team that really contends for a playoff spot next year. Whoa, Carolina making the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, you heard me. You heard me. You heard. Let's <laughs> relax there, let's relax. Uh, yeah, I'll be going back with the NFC, but it's going to be with the North. I think that's the theme this year, this week. And that's the Minnesota Vikings. I think um, Hassan will be a very nice fit there. He doesn't have to be the best linebacker in that core. You have Anthony Barr on that side anyway. And Hendricks, I want to say, is, I don't Michael Hendricks, I want to say, Hendricks, something like that. So he doesn't have to be the guy necessarily, yeah. like he had to be in Arizona because, you know, True. It wasn't like he was kind of supposed to be like first round talent when Arizona just gets that shoulder, gets that off his shoulders. So if he can go in a place like Minnesota where he doesn't have to be the guy and kind of fly under the radar, I think it's gonna be very nice for him. Sign for four. He's still young. Four year deal for a song. Yeah, you heard, you heard, you heard, you heard, you heard. They're investing. Wow, huge guts. Absolutely. Hassan chops, baby. And so do we. So that is it. Number 100 through 80 done. Next week, we will be back to give you uh, numbers 80 through 60. And just for a quick uh, little teaser for 80 through 60, we mentioned a name like Mitchell Trubisky, like Sammy Watkins, like Xavier Ow. Rhodes, like Bud Dupree, like oh, no. the Gronk. So there's going to be plenty of names 
to get to on where they're flying in for September of 2021. So until then, it's Jake and Cole.